The digital summit economy continues here in Hong Kong today, and I'll be heading down this afternoon to see Samson Lee of Coin Street Partners, who we had on the show earlier this week in a great segment that you can also find on iTunes and Spotify by looking up Money Talk. Today, the future of smart cities is taking the focus, and that's what Carolyn Wright's guest is here to talk on today. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Yes, today I am joined by Gerard Wolfe, who is chairman of the Sustainable Cities Task Force at Medef International, and he's also speaking at the Smart City Forum at the Digital Economy Summit. Thank you for joining me this morning, Gerard. No, not a problem. It's an honour to be with you. (laughs) So let's kick off with a look at what smart cities are. For anyone who's not familiar with the concept, can you explain what they are? Um, well, it's, it's, your, it's your daily life, if I can say so. A smart city is a sm- city which is easier to live in, uh, which is cleaner and that's more sustainable, and also which is uh, kind of uh, inclusive, more inclusive. A smart city is um, nothing without sustainability. Smart is, you know, being intelligent, having uh, computers and be sure that you can know on your um, on your mobile when comes the next bus, where to go, how. But that's not the real life. The real life, uh, I think, for people in Hong Kong, like everywhere in the world after this horrible COVID period, is to be sure that we have a cleaner um, world, let's say, and by definition, in our cities. And the basis of a smart city is to have all the tools to be sure that we can get a cleaner city. So which cities are really getting this concept right? And what is it that they are getting so right about developing their, their smart facilities? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible sorry, Caroline, to say that there's no, no city in the world which is li- literally 100% a smart city, though a lot of them are now, whether it's in Europe, in the United States, but everywhere in uh, in Rwanda, for instance, you have a part of the smart city. Paris is part of a smart city, and the Olympic Village we are uh, building, and I'm also in charge of one of the part in, of innovation, is is based on a smart city approach. If you look at Hong Kong, and of course people listening to us uh, are interested by that, Hong Kong is already. Uh, well advanced in terms of smart city because of uh, the fact that everything is um, with with digital approach and digital approach of course is very important because then it's easier for people to build the city to operate the city whether it's water sanitation etc and we think that um, some of the um, European city are now pretty good in terms of recycling uh, circular economy, if you want it, in particular for w- what we call the essential services, water, sanitation, transportation, energy, and waste management. Okay, so let's take a look at the future for smart cities um, and what's happening towards collaboration. You, you mentioned numerous cities there that, and, and countries that are already working on this concept. Are, are any sort of international best practices being developed around this and, and who's working together to really push this idea forwards? 
Well, this is why I'm here, uh, because um, you this, uh, this summit you were talking about, the Digital Summit and Inno, Innovation um, Exhibition, InnoX, are very important for us to explain that uh, no one has the solution. I mean, you, you, cities are different by culture, by history, by whatever you want. So um, you can't say one size fits all, right? So because a city, by definition, is is the the heritage of a history, uh, which is probably a little bit different from not probably from one once even in the same country uh, from one city to the other. So here uh, the thing is to say what are the best practices? How can we uh, try to exchange between uh, the different? Uh, countries represented here. Yesterday, for instance, we had a very interesting uh, roundtable with people from Finland, with people from Singapore, with people from other parts in the world. And I think that this type of exchange is uh, then to say, okay, that's what you did in your country. How could I do that in, in mine? And but, but, you know, even in Europe, uh, it's completely different between one country and, and another one. If you talk about England and France, the, the, uh, the best enemies, as we always said since, since years and years. Uh, and I know that I have friends from, uh, because I have friends, we, we have a French, um, French English association called Oxpo, and they're in, they're in here in, in Hong Kong, and we talk about that. We have the best uh, of, of each country to see how can we do things better for our citizen. Never, it's, the question is not to know if the citizen is in Hong Kong, in, in uh, Paris, or in Rio de Janeiro. The problem is to be sure that we can make, we can deliver the best solution for the citizen. So you, you obviously you mentioned Hong Kong several times during the course of our chat. L let's look more closely at what, what is happening here and, and where we're going with Hong Kong and opening up towards the Greater Bay Area. Where, where, where do we fit in and what are some of the most exciting and interesting developments you're seeing ar ar around here? Well, I think, uh, it, it, I think it's the 10th time I'm, I'm coming to Hong Kong, something like that. Um, it's, it's amazing to see how much uh, things are, are moving quickly, and specifically after the COVID. That I was here exactly day by day four years ago, uh, and then I wanted to come the next year, but it was impossible. And in four years, um, the mentality about cleaner world and cleaner city has been tremendously changing everywhere in the world, Hong Kong like the rest of the world, because people in a somewhere uh, have kind of, um, you know, they, they think there is a relation um, between diseases like COVID and the, the climate situation. So in Hong Kong, what I see in particular with, the, of course, the French companies, but not only uh, is the fact that uh, they're really looking for more uh, cleaner solution, more digital solution, and this is this is the the good the, the good trend, if I can say so. So let's take a look now. We're obviously a money talk show, so let's uh, go into the economic benefits. What are the economic benefits that a city working towards being smarter can bring? 
Well, first of all, um, if you if you have a digital uh, city, uh, what we call a digital twin, it's easier to build it because before building something, you can optimize everything you have to do to build correctly this city, and in particular, uh, all the mayors in the world. Uh, will tell you, or responsible, they're not mayors everywhere, will tell you that to build something is expensive, but the real expenses are the what we call the OPEX, operating cost expenditure. So um, when you have a digital life, if I can say so, of a facility, whatever it is, or for a bus or whatever you want, um, if you have a digital twin, the moment you have a problem, you can find on the digital twin, what is the reason for it? And then it goes faster repairing it, and then it's less expensive. It's very easy. Now, the other question is, I'm sorry, it's a little bit long, Caroline, but it's important. The thing is that there's a not an immediate um, benefit in terms of Hong Kong dollars of having a cleaner, um, cleaner city. But there is a long-term benefit in terms of health, uh, in terms of uh, everything related with uh, hospitals, etc., because people are feeling better. Got it. Okay. Thank you very much for joining me today. That was Gerard Wolf, the chairman of the Sustainable Cities Task Force at Medev International. He's also speaking at the Smart City Forum at the Digital Economy Summit today, and obviously an expert in the field. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much, Carolyn. Great segment. Really, really enjoyed it. I mean, thinking about smart cities, I mean, things seem smart for about the first three months after they get implemented. I mean, like when I first was able to see bus data, I was like, ooh, smart it's, city. It was quite exciting, wasn't it? But yeah. now what's next? No, I'm like, if the technology bus, develops so fast. It's a bus is like one minute off my app. I'm furious. <laughs> it's not smart city anymore. Now it's just part of my, an unremarkable part of my commute. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you.